Well, hey guys, it's Adam Harrison from Birdwood Guitars, and you are here with the Cigar Box Guitar Builder. So, this episode is going to be a little bit of a where am I now uh, episode. Um, a few things have happened over uh, the last six or so months, and I thought it might be interesting to kind of talk to you guys about um, a real-life cigar box guitar business, and when I say business, I, I, I mean as as in a, a business business, a bricks-and-mortar business. Um, it, was, it wasn't a hobby business, it was the, um, a part of, um, you know, the money-making part of the house. Um... So as uh, as regular listeners might know, um, I had a, a bricks and mortar store here uh, in New South Wales, uh, here in Australia, which I ran for about three and a half years. And in June or July last year, I had to make the the difficult decision uh, due to you know due to the ongoing pandemic. Uh, to actually close the doors, um, the the online side of the business was fine, uh, and that was doing okay, but it wasn't enough to supplement um, the you know the the store, the bricks and mortar shop, the rent, the insurance, the electricity, um, stock. Uh, we really suffered because of a downturn in tourism. So, a tough decision had to be made to basically to, to close the shop, um, which I still feel was the right thing to do, and to move on and redevelop the business. So, in the meantime, what's actually happened was I ended up opening a small studio for guitar repairs. Uh, this was still during the pandemic, um, or still during lockdown, our lockdown that we had here in Australia, and um, we kept going in there for about four four months or so, four or five months, until the simple fact of the matter was I couldn't get people through the front door because of the type of, type of setup it was, we weren't allowed to let people in, uh, I was having problems with noise because I also obviously build effects pedals, I was doing guitar repairs and I was also building cigar box guitars and related instruments. Um, I needed to test them, I needed to hear them. So whenever I plugged a, a guitar into an amplifier to have a listen to something, even at low volumes, I was getting bangs on the wall, and which was disappointing because the establishment was meant to be uh, or advertised as an artist um, or, as artis- or an artisan style workshop situation, co-op, but the truth was when I got in there, it was more small business, um, people doing PhDs, Uh, so it really didn't work out, so I decided to to shut that up, clear that up, and basically go back to working from home. However, the realities of... um, the realities uh, of running an online business from home are that uh, as much as I would have liked um, the business to continue on as a full-time project, 
Um, I had to make the decision last year in, uh, in term four, if I want to use the term term four of school, I had to make the decision to actually go back to, um, to teaching, primary school teaching. Which is my, you know, which is what I was doing as I was building the business in the first place between 2013 and up until now. Um, so just going back in 2017, I decided to stop teaching and I decided to uh, try and give this, you know, the, the music business a full-time go. And it was all right. It was good, you know. But I do, and I did, always miss uh, teaching. It's something I've I've always loved doing, uh, and you guys know that through you know through the podcasts and through the YouTube channels. I, I love sharing ideas and and helping people um, develop, you know, themselves as builders. And it's something I've always always loved to do. I've really enjoyed it, and. Um, uh, but what I, what I, what I found was that during during this process of having the business, building guitars and building cigar box guitars stopped being a passion, and um, and it became a business. It became a, a worry about where's the next paycheck coming from. Um, Will I sell enough this week? Will I, you know... And that's... When you're raising a family, when you're bringing up a family and you're paying a mortgage and you're doing all of that sort of stuff. And also then, of course, having to organise taxes and things like that, which still aren't perfect and I still need to... Uh, to kind of get sorted out from the three years that I had the, the bricks and mortar store. Um, it's... It, it really stopped becoming, it stopped being something really enjoyable. The other thing that happened was, it, my builds started, and I love my builds, don't get me wrong, I really love the guitars that I do, and I, I think they're good. I do think they're actually really good instruments, so I think they're, and people like them, and people are buying them, um, but what's happened is that I've ended up with this um, almost, um, respectfully, uh, kind of cookie cutter, type of style, whereas when I build an instrument, when I build a guitar, I want to be, I want to do it freestyle, um, I really want to get back to where I, where I started, where I started building, you know, when I started my first guitar in 2013 or 2014, um, I really want to get back to, to just experimenting and having fun and, and enjoying the process of, of developing and building something again. And that's where Darren comes into it. So you might know Darren from the podcast, uh, who's been helping me out with the podcast uh, over the last few few episodes. Um, Darren's a great guy, and he has this really um, lovely attitude towards building, uh, which I had forgotten. And I really enjoyed helping Darren, you know, with some ideas and things like that with what he's doing. Uh, and he's very capable. He's 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 worked with wood for a very long time. In fact, he more than likely probably knows a lot more about wood than I than I know. Um, but he has this wonderful um, 
approach to building cigar box guitars and you know roots instruments that I as I did when I first started building um, and it's really made me rethink what I'm doing and how I'm doing it so I'm back teaching now um, casually so my days are you know I might be working four days one week two days the next next five days I've just finished uh, you know a, a two and a half week stint um, at a school on one class, you know, which um, is great. I really enjoyed it, but it presents problems. So why am I talking to you about this today? I'm talking to you about this today because, you know, a lot of people are building cigar box guitars or building instruments and they're thinking, I'd love to do this as a full-time gig. So I'm not telling you not to go and do that because I've obviously gone and done it and I've had a great time doing it. But there are there is a, a downside um, to actually doing it. My business model wasn't perfect by any means. Um, it, there was a case of you know more money almost going out than there was coming in. Yes, I I had the pandemic to deal with and no tourism. When we opened the shop, tourism was you know. 60% of the business really and we lost that 60% of the business almost overnight in 2020 when, when we went into the first lockdowns So, and that pretty much continued on um, that obviously is a once in a hundred year type situation which was just bad luck um, so I'm not telling you not to go out and do it, but what I'm saying is that there is there is a definitely there there is a there can be a, a negative side effect of doing that, and I think the biggest side effect of doing that was the simple fact that I forgot what it was like to actually really build rustic or really build um, instruments uh, that have a life of their own. So I'm in the process at the moment at the moment of rethinking how I do my business. Um, a lot of my most popular guitars are um, things like the Lightning Boy guitar, which I ran for years. I used the large Macanudo boxes um, to build these guitars. Um, the, the big issue with that is the simple fact that I, I cannot get the boxes. It's, it's almost impossible here in Australia to get those boxes. Um, one guy I was using uh, to get them, uh, lovely fella. Uh, he had a connection at one of the casinos. He used to sell him the sell him used boxes and things like that. But the fellow at the casino left, and um, the new guy that that took over basically didn't want to do it. So you know, and, and that's you know whatever. But I just thought it was a massive waste because all of these boxes pretty much going into landfill were going into incinerators and burning up and ending up back in the carbon cycle. Whereas when you build a cigar box guitar, it comes out of that cycle and, you know, it, it, it becomes a living a living creature almost, you know, to me. Oh, I'm in the car. I have barely any time to scratch my bum at the moment, so I just thought I, I, this is a good opportunity. I'm doing a 25-minute drive to a school today to work, and I thought, what a good opportunity, <laughs> basically, just to shoot the breeze with you guys. Um, yeah, so... Darren's really kind of instilled in me this this love of actually building cigar box guitars again. And uh, I was having a chat with him yesterday. And he was talking to me about um, 
you know, some issues and things like that and stuff that he was happening with some, with some builds and things like that that were going on in his life and all that sort of thing. And um, one of the things I was talking to him about, and I kind of, I was talking to him about it. And as I was, as I was saying it, I was kind of, it really, it really made me think, which is what got me to talk to you guys today, because I'm, I'm still figuring it out in my head. And the thing was, the thing that he said was, I'm getting really upset because, because the guitar I'm working on, basically, it's not happening. It's not, it's not coming together. I had a thought, and I just thought to myself, well, maybe the guitar doesn't want to go down that road. And you know when you fight, when you really fight with an instrument, and it, it you're fighting with the with the frets, or you're fighting with the, you know, your frets, or you might have realised may have gone really really blunt, or you know, and then you know you, or maybe the saw that you've got isn't cutting straight channels, or it's it's something's happening, or something is it, and I, this could be complete bullshit, but. <laughs> It, is it the guitar telling you, I don't want to go down that road? The wood, of, the wood of the instrument is saying, I don't want to be cut that way. The wood of the instrument is saying, no, that headstock's not going to work if you cut, cut me like that. It, you need to do it this way. This is how I want to be. And I had this uh, kind of epiphany yesterday of, um, what, if, what if I get back to building one instrument at a time what if I get back to building a guitar and letting the guitar inform me of what it wants to do and go with that so whether it's fretted great whether it's an electric cool you know I'm obviously going to come into it and think okay well I can see that I can see this being an electric guitar but if the guitar itself is telling me or if I'm fighting against it, maybe I'm going to think, I'm going to change my, my way of thinking about it and say, okay, that's not working this way. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And, and talk to the guitar and say, where do you, where do you want to be? Um, the other conversation I had yesterday, which really made me rethink what I'm doing in a way, um, was with a with a gentleman who is building a um, he was given he was given a hubcap guitar and he it didn't have any any pickup in it didn't have a piezo pickup or an electric guitar pickup and he was talking to me about um, what type of uh, piezo to get and he's built guitars before so he knows he knows what he's talking about but he's built Telecasters and and standard guitars so. Um, as I'm talking to him and we're, we're discussing it, now I'm saying, you know, this guitar that you're going to work on, this hubcap guitar, like, even if you buy a humbucker and put a humbucker on it, it's not going to sound like a Les Paul. You know, if you put a piezo pickup in it, it's not going to sound like a Martin or an Epiphone acoustic or it, it's going to have its own, it's going to have its own, its own sound. And yes, especially if you're using piezo pickups, um, Depended on where you place the pickup on that instrument, it's going to have a, an utterly dramatic um, effect on on the sound of that on the sound of that instrument when it's amplified. Um, 
which is which is actually a really cool thing. So if you go into it, you know, or if I go into building a guitar and I go into it with this with this mentality of saying, okay, I'm putting a humbucking pickup into this guitar and I want it to sound like I want it to sound like my Les Paul. Or I'm putting up putting a, a single coil pickup in the bridge position or near the bridge. Yeah, I want it to sound like a Stratocaster. Um, yeah, there's some es- there's some essence of truth in that. You know, if you put a, a single coil pickup near the bridge, it's going to sound twangier. If you put a single coil pickup near, you know, near closer to to where the neck meets the body, you're going to have a slightly rounder kind of a tone, more of a bell-like kind of character. Um, but the guitar might just surprise you. So, again, it was a case of thinking when you. When, Sometimes when you buy a cigar box guitar, if you're if you're a purchaser, or if you build a cigar box guitar, one of the things that to keep in mind is that when you've when you've finished building that instrument, it may not react, it may not sound or behave in the way that you expected it to. And why? Well, because it has its own uh, personality, because it has its own behaviour traits. Um, it's it's just it's got its own little mojo about it, and um, and we have to adapt to it, right? So, oh, mind blown. <laughs> so we actually have to adapt to it, and I suppose sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Like if you're a metalhead. And the only thing you want to play is Judas Priest on a cigar box guitar, then, you know, obviously buying a piezo pickup CBG, especially if it was a hubcap guitar, you know, which is going to give you a really plinky plinky kind of sound. It, man, that's not going to that's not going to cut it, is it? It's not. So you do need to buy when you're buying a cigar box guitar or when you're building it. You you, you may need to build to a purpose, but that doesn't always mean that the instrument's going to want to go down that direction. And that's what I want to come back to. That's what—that's the type of build I think I want to come back to doing. Um, because yeah, I do want to do this maybe, maybe more as a hobby. It's a—it's re- a real thought. It's a—it's um, a total paradigm shift from the way I've been building for the last, you know, almost five years really, which was running it as a full-on business. Um, and especially because I was building effects pedals as well, and then I was building electric guitars as well. Um, I just think, man, I just ran myself ragged. I didn't know if I was Arthur or Martha. What, what was going on? Like there was, there was, and I've built a lot of guitars, man. Like I built a lot of guitars. I've, I've built over two thousand cigar box guitars since two thousand and fourteen. So that's eight years. I built a lot of guitars. Um, and I don't want to stop and I f- uh, the feeling that I get is if I continue the way I'm going because I've had thoughts of this I have had thoughts of this if I continued the way I was going I was just thinking I'm just going to sell everything off and I'm just going to start I, you know because I like photography as well you know I might just buy myself a really nice camera and start doing photography and not worry about the music anymore um but the thing is that the music is a real... The music's a really, really big part of me. Um, it's an important part. Uh, it's an important part of me. 
and it's something that I that I absolutely love. I, I, I love playing the music. Um, I don't always want to play blues and stuff like that. Sometimes, I, you know, I do want to pick up an electric guitar and plug in my heavy metal pedal into my Marshall amplifier and pretend I'm James Hetfield, you know. Yeah, and I'm 50. <laughs> We're all still kids at heart, aren't we, you know. Um, so these are, these are all things to keep in mind, you know, for those people who are looking at, at saying, well, you know, I want to do this as a full-time gig, I want to do this full-time, the, the danger is that it can become a full-time job. Um, and I, I, and I, I worry that when that happens, you, lo- you might lose the, the, the simple love of, of playing, the, playing the guitar and the simple love of just being a creative force. And I think maybe at this point in time, that's maybe where I'm feeling. So, um, obviously, I'm still keeping Birdman Guitars going. Um, at, at the moment, I've stuck or I've put the, the, the made-to-order guitars down at, at last at the bottom of the, heads, at, at bottom of the website. Um, I've still got my cigars for Scarbox Guitars for sale. Um, and I'm kind of pushing the pre-made guitars, the guitars where I've been going in and feeling inspired and and I'm really proud of these these latest set of guitars that I've actually built. I'm, re- I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of them. They're not all cigar boxes. Uh, some of my guitars that I've built and I'm, I'm most happy with and I love, you know, more so are the ones where I've actually built the boxes myself. Um, so, and I, you know, the other thing is working to working to a six week uh, or four to six week build schedule. Man, that's that's very that's exhausting when I'm also trying to pretty much hold down a full time job at the same time as well. So when I'm when I go to these guitars and, and go to build them, um, there's issues then with like we've had COVID in the house, so we had COVID. There was so three weeks basically out gone of that build time um, because I was sick for near, near on a week and a half then I went back to work full time for two weeks you know I had that two week stint and on top of that and I'm driving through it at the moment the most ridiculous amount of rain because we've had this El Nina or whatever it is the most ridiculous amount of rain that I've ever seen which completely, because my workshop is open, as you guys might know and you've seen for the videos, it's basically open to the open to the outdoors. It's underneath my house, but it's open on all three sides. So I've had to deal with flooding. I've had to deal with you know with with having to cover everything up with tarpaulin so that the timber stays safe. I, I haven't been able to work on orders, and it's stressful, man. <laughs> Screw it. I don't I don't need to deal with this kind of this stress. So, I, I want to get back to doing the guitars for the love of building the guitars again. And that, I suppose, is what I wanted to talk to you guys about today and say, be, take, take heed, be warned. Um, having a full-time cigar box guitar building job um, may not be the way that you want to go. Having said that, it might be. So go for it. If you want to do it, go and give it a go. I did. There was a lot of the times I really loved it. But uh, coming back to it as a creative force, 
this is something that I, I'm in a happier place now, I think. Um, but we'll see, you know. We'll see. See what goes on. See, see what happens. I'm enjoying teaching again. And I'm enjoying, you know, uh, the idea of getting the podcast back up and running with Darren. Uh, we're going to do some live stuff, I'm thinking. We're going to do some live builds. Uh, we're going to work together on, you know, putting some songs together for you guys. Um, we're maybe even going to go out and start doing some busking and things like that. So it's all up there, man. It's all up there. So it's Adam from Birdwood Guitars just saying, thank you for listening to my ramblings. Um, uh, we'll be getting the show back up and running uh, very shortly. Um, we're just formulating some ideas of uh, how we want to go forward with it. Uh, we do have the Patreon um, over on Patreon for the Cigar Box Guitar Builder. So if you do want to support the show or support what we're doing in any way, you know whether it's a, a dollar a month or three dollars a month or whatever you, whatever you feel or you want to do. Um, otherwise. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. There's, there's great free ways of supporting the show, which is just telling people about the podcast, uh, telling people about the YouTube channel, uh, which, of course, is this Cigar Box Guitar Builder. Um, if you want to go and check out the guitars that I'm building, pop on over. There's a YouTube channel for Birdwood Guitars. And uh, also, you can also pop over and check out um, uh, the, uh, the Birdwood Guitars website, which is birdwoodguitars.com. Um, so thank you very much. Um, bless you all. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Um, I've got to pull over and go and find some petrol because my lights just come on. I'm in the middle of bloody nowhere. So let's see how this turns out. Adventures. Bye.